everybody. This is Matthew Padian and Lucy Trott of Stevens and Bolton Banking and Finance team. And today we are bringing you the first of our series of podcasts on banking and finance topics. So Lucy, we've only got a few minutes. What are we going to talk about today? Well, Matt, the banking market is full of jargon, so we thought what we would do is give a short overview of some of the key terms and concepts that we often come across when advising clients on finance documents. Over the coming weeks, we're going to be doing an A to Z of banking and finance terms on our website, and our plan is to pick out and discuss some of these terms in more detail in this podcast. Excellent stuff, Lucy. What a fantastic idea. So, as this is our first podcast, it makes sense, of course, to start with the letter A. And if you and I, Lucy, were to leave our wonderful offices here in the heart of Guildford and walk up the cobbled high street to play family fortunes with, let's say, 100 members of the Guildford public, it seems to me that the residents of Guildford could name a few banking terms beginning with the letter A. We'd hope so. (laughs) Anyway, for example, A could be for amortisation, which refers to the repayment profile of a loan that gets repaid in instalments in agreed amounts at agreed times prior to its final maturity. Or A could be for accordion, which, as the musical term suggests, allows the size of the loan facilities to stretch so that a borrower can borrow more during the life of a loan agreement than the day one commitments initially allow for. So, for example, you could start with a loan for, say, £5 million, but subject to certain conditions, the size of the loan might be increased to, say, £10 million. Excellent suggestions, Lucy. But A could also refer to assignment, a concept that can refer to one of the ways in which banks may take security over, say, some key contracts or alternatively transfer their interest under a loan agreement to a new lender. Or A could also refer to the availability period, the period of time within which a loan has to be drawn, assuming any necessary CPs are satisfied and in the absence of a draw stop. Fantastic stuff. But taking all of those ideas into account, we think the best banking concept to start with the letter A is the concept of acceleration. Mm. Now, acceleration often features in loan agreements which have a specific repayment date, such as, let's say, five years, but where the repayment date can be brought forward if certain events of default occur. That's right, Matt. What we often see in loan agreements is a provision called the events of default section. This is a list of events, the occurrence of which allow the lender to accelerate the debt. Those events may cover a failure to pay day interest or a repayment instalment, or a failure to comply with any key undertakings in the loan agreement, or the occurrence of certain insolvency events in respect of the borrower. Mm, That's right, Lucy. So the acceleration provision kicks in once one or more defaults have occurred, and the lender then decides that it doesn't want to waive the default or allow the borrower any additional grace period. At that point in time, a lender can choose to invoke its rights under an an acceleration provision, which will typically provide the lender with a menu of rights which it can elect to exercise. These rights might typically allow the lender to cancel any undrawn commitments, to place the loan on demand, to demand that the loan is immediately due and repayable, or if the loan is secured, to enforce any security or guarantee rights or instruct any security agent or trustee to do so. So in summary, a loan that was originally scheduled to mature in, let's say, five years time could be accelerated so that it becomes due and payable much sooner. 
But a point to bear in mind is that a lender's ability to accelerate may be restricted by an overriding intercreditor agreement. And beyond the loan itself, one should bear in mind what knock-on effects accelerating a debt might trigger. For example, does it crystallise any termination rights in any third-party contracts which contain cross-acceleration provisions? Equally, the acceleration of a senior bank debt may present serious solvency issues to a borrower company, prompting the directors to take advice on whether to file for insolvency. Mm, all good points, Lucy. So with that in mind, if you're acting for a borrower, you want to be very careful when it comes to the events of default in a loan agreement, because if they are drafted too broadly, they might give more latitude than thought to a lender, thereby enabling the lender call, to call the loan much earlier than anticipated. In an ideal scenario, the events of default will give a borrower a much more grace period to remedy uh, default situations if and when they occur. So that's all for this podcast. Um, thanks everybody for listening and do please get in touch if you have any questions on what we have just covered. We'll be back soon to turn our attention to banking concepts beginning with the letter B. Goodbye for now.